Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Thanksgiving episode of Thanksgiving. There we go. That's why I was thought up the other day and was hopefully reminding myself to say today. Yes, um, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for checking out the podcast on this um, most turkiest of holidays. Yes. Um, I bet so- your pants are like unbuttoned. Your belt is undone. You're like super full. You're like, I cannot eat a fifth piece of pie this hour. I just need some something smooth to let the digestion come down. And you know what would be the perfect smooth thing? Nightmare Before Christmas. Because we will argue whether it's a Christmas movie, a Halloween movie, or as I have continuously said, a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> yes, you've got me, Zinger, and I'm joined by... Yes, Ellie, you, 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 you can go. Me! And I am now officially a zinger. Oh uh, yes, this is the first time you've recorded since since that that that, that has happened. <laughs> yes, yes, you you you've got newly married Ellie. Yes, to newly wed zinger. Sure, Let, let's go with that. But but of course, <laughs> the the third wheel of host is, with Aww. the most. We've got. Third, I was I was I was getting ready to make a third wheel joke as well, but you you beat me to it. So uh, you got me the oogie Bergie man. Ah, yes, a reference to um today's topic. But before we get to today's topic, we have some holdover from Halloween we must tackle real quick. Um this was a comment left for us on Podbean and I do apologize to the to the individual. Uh their name is Scott E, not Scott E, Scott and then the letter E. So I'm assuming their last name is I'm just going to say Edward. I have no clue. It just says Scotty. So um, he had put great, dis- this is in response to our Hocus Pocus, um, Cabin in the Woods episode. Great discussion, but Zinger, Eric, and Ellie, I am shocked, shocked that your research into Hocus Pocus failed to reveal that the human slash ghost version of, um, I cannot remember, uh, I cannot read that from here, um, Binks, the, um, the, the one guy he, well, is um is played by a young Sean Mallory who is, who had a terrific career on NCIS. He said, "Keep up the great content." Sorry, keep up the excellent content. So um, maybe the E is for excellent. It it is. I think it is for excellent. Uh, Scott, excellent. Yes, Scott, excellent. Um, I feel like we came across this. I just don't think it made it into the episode. This this, this is the um the guy that was the cat. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because I, yes. I there was a whole thing where it was like there was the, the person who played the human one, there was the person who did the voice, then there was the cat puppet, yeah. but it was also like a real cat and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I did see that. And it just was one of those things that didn't come up when we were recording. Because, no offense, um, NCI, I, I, I like making the NCIS jokes of like the, yeah, putting on the sunglasses. I don't even think that's NCIS. That might be some other wow. thing. I think, that's, I think it's CSI Miami. Uh, close. It's one of those that has, it has wow. a C and an S and an I, and NCIS has those, all those letters with an N. It's, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do appreciate Scott giving us this feedback yes, that, that we, that we, that, that we um, do yes. appreciate the fact that, that you went the extra mile and either did the research yourself or knew it off the top of your head. So congratulations on um, giving us some information and giving our fans now that we have More told trivia. them. and. And also, I appreciate this because trivia night, someone's going to get a question right because of that. So it's true. So he has it helped us. You. It, we, he has helped us, and th- thereby he has also helped you, the listener. But as we are recording this, it is 
well, as you are listening to this, if you are listening today, because that is Thanksgiving. What is the best thing, in my opinion, to watch on Thanksgiving besides football? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, I have finally watched Nightmare Before Christmas, so I officially watched it this morning during the day of the record. So I will go to Ellie, my wife. Yes, I can say that now. It's fun. <laughs> um, when was the first time you ever saw Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, when it first came out. So that would be 1993. <laughs> I was going to say a long time ago. And Berg, what about you? Same. I saw it at the movies when it was out. It was I was November of 1993. So it, I saw it more as a Thanksgiving movie closer. I think it was like right in between Christmas and Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Now, I know this is an ongoing debate amongst many people. Um, I know Rumor Flies, uh, friends of the show, have brought this up on Twitter and probably will bring it up again on whether this is a Halloween or a Christmas movie. So, I guess, um, before we get into discussing the movie any deeper, I guess let's let's rip this band-aid off real quick. Uh, Ellie, what is this movie? That's a hard one. I watch it all the time, so year round. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna split in the middle and say Thanksgiving because right. I'll watch it for either holiday. All right, Berg. What about you? I, I it's both. You can't say it's one or the other because it is a Halloween movie and it is a Christmas movie. I think it's appropriate to watch it at either of those times, and I also think it's appropriate to watch it right in the middle as you're digesting some turkey and pumpkin pie. So. <laughs> Uh, and also, I agree. It is a fun. It's a fun movie in general. So I think I can. I would be just as happy watching this movie in like on like Memorial Day as I would Christmas or Thanksgiving. I mean, so. I don't even need a holiday. I can watch it on a normal. Exactly. Day. It could be. It's, it could just be like <laughs> Thursday afternoon, and there's nothing on TV. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Uh, I I don't think this was intentional. And if it was, um, I I kudos to you, Ellie. But um, Ellie is wearing like a. Oh. Almost Jack Skellington s outfit because one she has the <laughs> oh yeah my pants she has like the nightmare for her nightmare for Christmas sweatshirt which yes. has ninety three on the front and has Jack yep. on the back yep and then her pants are like these weird black and white striped pants yes. so I don't think this was intentional but I I appreciate <laughs> the fact that I'm having to describe what you are wearing. For the episode, that's I'm right. I cosplay for this. Sack with bugs in it. <laughs> uh, so you are just in your normal outfit. Thank you for so. <laughs> right. And I am um, a jolly old man. So, uh, oh, okay. The Santa, yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, I, I couldn't think of anyone else. I guess I could be a ghost dog. Who is voiced by? Are, are you ready for who voice? Uh, Ellie, can you take a wild guess at who voiced Zero? Can I take a wild guess? Yes, take a wild guess at who voiced Zero. Because it's actually a person who voiced the character. Um, no speaking roles, just animal sound effects. So who could it be? I don't know. I never looked that up. Ellie, if... Okay, for fun fact for you at home and Ellie as well, if we ever bring up who voiced the animal, every time it's going to be who, Frank Eric? Frank Welker. Frank Welker is correct. The voice of... Uh, Fred Jones uh, from Scooby-Doo, the voice of Nibbler and sound effects for Nibbler and also like every animal that's ever been in Hollywood and Megatron. So, so yeah. So, um, wonderful. So yeah, th there's that. As for me with this movie, first time watching it, watching it right on the precipice of Thanksgiving coming. Look at you pulling out a word of the day. I know. I, 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 I went through a whole rolodex of calendars today to, to get some words um as 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 we sit here 
Turkey is is getting prepared. Stuffing is getting stuffed. Everything. I say that this movie is a Thanksgiving movie. But if you really want to have to be like you have to choose one or the other, you watch the beginning of the movie on Halloween. You pause the movie. You oh. leave the movie paused. You on a TV. You go about your daily business till wow. till Christmas, and then you finish it. If you really want to be honest, because yes, the beginning of this movie, in my opinion, is very Halloween, while the rest of the movie is more Christmassy. But they also kind of intertwine with both, which is why to transition from the Halloween season into the Christmas season, Thanksgiving is the perfect time to watch it. Interesting. I I'm I'm gonna argue that, and and as somebody who watched this movie for the first time, and. It's been what, um, thirty years almost. Wait, it's more than that, isn't it? It's, yeah, thirty. Thirty. So, do you buy a TV especially just to have this paused and ready? Because no, you <laughs> what, what what you do is you do picture in picture. Oh. So it's always like in the bottom corner or upper corner of the do, screen. Do people still use picture in picture? No, this is all. Everything I am doing is a dated <laughs> reference today. Okay. <laughs> Much like, like this movie per se. Uh, Okay, I'm pretty sure some people listening don't even know what picture in picture is. Hmm, that is weird. That, that that is weird to think about. To be honest, that that is not as yes. big of a thing anymore. No. Um. So, I, I guess I'll start with with my opinion on this movie since I watched it fresh, and I am the I guess guinea pig for for someone who's never really watched this. Um, it was okay. The music was great. I mean, it's it's Danny Elfman. The story was exactly what I thought it would be. Um, I also truly believe that this this movie is the reason Hot Topic exists. Oh my god! <laughs> like solely the reason Hot Topic exists. Um, <sighs> what I I did where where did you get that sweatshirt? In uh, Walt Disney World. Thank oh, you very crud, much. Oh crap! That is correct. You could have gotten it there too. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> until the corona happened, I go every year. So, I mean, it, it it was fine. I I I was expecting more from this, but at the same time, I was happy with what I got. I if I ever going to go back and be like I need to rewatch this movie? No. I I personally have no reason to go back and watch this movie. Will I watch it again? Probably because of Ellie. But I I saw it. I was like, "Okay, it's a it's a Tim Burton movie. Cool. It's better than Corpse Bride, which is a low bar to set. So, yay. But it also made me appreciate... Um, I love Claymation. I think it is an amazing stop motion, all that stuff. I think it is amazing. I think the company, uh, the studio Leica, has done some amazing stuff. And I don't think it would be as popular without Nightmare Before Christmas being a great introduction for a lot of people. Even though your true introduction should have been like Jason and the Argonauts or the original Clash of the Titans. But that's a topic for another day. I feel like this movie aged better than I thought it would have. I seriously thought I was going to watch this and be like, this looks awful. But I felt it aged pretty good because I think that that, um, that that art style and everything kind of holds its ground a little bit better. I'm saying this, I know Eric's got like a like a loaded shotgun of um of, of his appraisal of this sitting there waiting for me much like and I when i can't we, wait to hear it much like when um when i was like oh i thought Gollum looked great in two towers <laughs> so uh eric i i, I would defer to you next i i feel like you you are waiting for your opportunity yes. to strike 
so yeah, so I watched it the other day. Uh, just I I like I watched this movie a ton before I grew up watching it. I loved it, um, and I still love it. I knew I wouldn't not like it, but it was one of those where like other than catching it here, like little bits and pieces of when they will show it on TV or whatever. I hadn't watched it in forever, so I I put it on the other day, and I think this is an example of a movie that looks to me in my mind it looks better today than it did back then and it still looked great um i i am a i'm like you i love stop motion animation i think it is fantastic there is just a certain even when it's done super smooth there's always like that kind of like that so that slightly lower frame rate to it which i that is a very like distinctly stop motion uh, thing and I just I love it. I think it looks really good and I think it works really well in the setting of this movie. Um, you know, I was talking with uh, with with my friend Eric, who you 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 know, we all know, um, and he 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 grew up watching uh, watching this too. Like you know, this is one that we we watched as a kid as kids and stuff. And I was ta- I told him we were doing this on the episode, and I we were talking about it, and I was like, you know. Um, Look at like the first Toy Story and some of the earlier Pixar and just CG, CG movies in general. Those things aged terribly. They look, in terms of like the actual like visuals, they look so bad. Um, the stories are great, but the, the visuals did not age well. Meanwhile, this this looks just as good, if not better. I feel like it's a I feel like it's a nice fine wine, um, and I can appreciate the weight and the amount of details in these things because it's not like oh someone just drew this or whatever it's like these were at, or you know someone sculpted this in a computer that's now you know less powerful than my cell phone uh you know this was made by hand by you know molding clay and plastic and all sorts of stuff like that and i thought it was done very well and it just i knew I'd, i knew i would not like it watching it again but um i was impressed by how much i liked it even more having not watched it in so long Ali, do you want do you want your hot take on Toy Story now or for another time? My hot take on Toy Story. Yeah. I thought you didn't like the movies. Am I thinking of a different movie? No, I don't mind Toy Story. It's just not I'm not like obsessed with it like some people I mean, some people are really, really like you know, they actually do their bachelor party. Uh, um, and see Toy Story. Not, this is not referring to me. <laughs> this is not referring to me. It is referring to one of my high school friends yes. that, yes, we went to B-dubs for his bachelor party. <laughs> then afterwards, we went and watched Toy Story yes. in a half-empty Regal cinema. Yeah, so, I mean, no, this was not because of the coronavirus. This was because of it was Toy Story, and it was a group of guys going to watch it on some random afternoon yeah i'm just saying like so i'm not like obsessed like that kind of i that's the last i don't think none of us were obsessed with it i just Mm. think it was just something to do interesting i could think of other things i could think of plenty other things especially for a bachelor party but it was toy story four no three three's the yeah it was three it was three so um, no, I don't. I don't mind them. It's just, they're just not my favorite Pixar movies. Now I will agree with Eric. Those those, yeah, those have aged <laughs> badly. Yeah, um, those, some of those first ones, like all the kids, like Andy and all the other kids, like at his birthday party, they have the same face. <laughs> like they're just clones of each other, and um, yeah, it's. I mean, that, but that was the technology at the time, and like I think to, about Toy Story four, where some of that looked photo realistic yeah. but even now i i still feel like in like 10 to 15 years it's gonna be 
if we can even imagine that, it's going to be even more photorealistic-y. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look at that and be like, oh, I can't believe we thought that looked so good. But I remember seeing Toy Story in the theaters, too, and going, my God, like this is this is the pinnacle of, of animation right here. And then like, now it's like, oh, that looks like crap. But I mean, Toy Story was two years after Nightmare, and Nightmare, to me, still looks as good, if not better, like I've been saying. Um, Overall, I forgot that this was a musical movie. I mean, like I said, I've never seen it, but I have had it mentioned. So from it going from song to song, which it's it's a great it's it's a great score, it's great music. Um, I don't know how, and I've said this before, I don't know how I got the um, "This Is Halloween" song stuck in my head prior to watching the movie because I was sitting there all week humming that song, <laughs> and I'm like, I've never seen the movie, but for some reason, it's, it's such, such a catchy a, yeah, tune. Yeah, I was gonna say it's an iconic song. Just being like, hmm, 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 and I need to stop there, or else we'll get um flagged. Um. But no, it's it, it's such a catchy tune and everything. And then Eric, um, the other week, was doing what is this? What's this? Like, and I'm like, once again, that's another thing that like, once I heard it, I felt like I've heard these songs before a million times. And I'm like, this is the first time I'm ever watching this. So it was really, it was it was great. It it was it was something that, like I said, the movie story, everything like that, eh, whatever. The music, oh, really good. I was impressed with it. But like I said, overall, eh. I'll, I'll watch it before I watch Corpse, Corpse Bride again. And that's not a dig at Johnny Depp. That's just a dig at that movie being awful. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> um, I would like to say the version oh, of... Oh, yeah. Ellie, what is your opinion yeah, on this thank movie? thank you. Thank you. Um, I would like to say, first off, the version that I watched was the sing-along version. In I'm, case I'm nodding. people I'm didn't nodding. realize that. I'm nodding. So there is a sing-along version... Um, Where can you find that? On Disney Plus. And what code do you use to get a discount there? <laughs> um, you, wh- whatever you, you want. You, you tell them to use Zing this, and then, well, and then when it know. doesn't work, be like, well, you should petition them to add it as a code <laughs> that we can use. So, yeah. So, Disney Plus has a fantastic... I think that I actually love it. Um, I think other other places should come on board, but... Anytime you click on it and you hit extras, um, a lot of the movies and shows that they have on Disney have the, like, special features that are on the, you know, if you bought the movie. A lot of times they do have it accessible on on Disney+. Plus. But I watched the sing-along version. Um, I just thought it was really fun. And, And that's one of the things that I love also about this movie is the music. Um... And speaking of your hot topic comment, I mean, it is very, the music's fun because it is kind of like cheesy and emo-y and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's just a a time period and, and I, I love it. But yes, highly check out the sing-along version because some of the songs are pretty fast, um, especially the what is this, it has, uh, certain verses of the song it actually goes really fast and if you haven't watched it in a while you probably wouldn't remember the words but i love it love it love it i can't say enough about this movie i i don't know it just it it's a depressing movie in some points but it's just brings me to my happy place it is how's it depressing what sad skeleton man can't be santa oh and he's having having an existential crisis he's like and Sally. This is what I was born to do, but is it really what I was born to do? Yeah, and Sally. Yeah, come on. 
Come on, Justin. She was made into servitude. I, I I felt Sally's story was interesting, even though, like, I, I was waiting for the payoff to where she actually, like, kills him. But I'm like, wait, this is a Disney movie. That's not going to happen. Well, I mean, and I love when he makes another, he literally just uses half of his brain because yeah, yeah. he's like, I just want a replica of me, basically. That's the only person that's going to make me happy. And it's it just, it's very, if you really pay attention, it definitely <laughs> has a lot of deep things in it that I think is really cool that, you know, kids wouldn't get, but adults can really dive into it. I, I think I scratched the surface on this movie. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm not <laughs> as in depth that maybe I should have been listening to my chemical romance and, and the use before I, before I right. watched this. And then I would have been like, Oh, it's so deep. And so, uh, uh let, 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 oh, let me yeah, flick my hair away. Right. Right. Amazing. Yes. I, I mean, I understand. I, I understand why people like this movie so much. It's just, for me, and I know this is weird that me and Ellie are married and husband and wife and everything. Halloween, for me, it's a great time of year, but this, like, I, I'm not, like, Halloween year-round, which I feel like the people who, like, are super into this movie are like, Halloween year-round, woo! Well, yeah, Halloween I, I'm, I'm getting glared at, too, by the way. I'm sure by Eric, but definitely by Ellie. Because <laughs> I, I feel like you're... Digging at me because I love Halloween. I'm not. I'm just saying that I I understand the appeal of it. It's just like I you you judge me for Transformers and that is truly year round. Yes, I made a Transformers uh, reference here. Please don't start talking about the the eighties version of the movie. I it's the can't. perfect movie. I just, it is I the most can't. amazing movie. Just you just can't. have that on the background. While this movie is paused while you're waiting from um from Halloween till Christmas, you just have that movie on a TV on loop. No. Okay, fine. No. Um, <laughs> so this movie, I, as I said before, um, the the stop motion animation is something that is amazing, and this is also a really interesting and fun side note that I should say for the Jurassic Park thing, but I'll completely forget about it. Uh, originally in Jurassic Park, they were going to use some stop motion. Like there, there is somewhere you can find online where it shows the raptors animated yeah, using stop motion. Before. It is super yeah. cool, and once again, doesn't look as dated as you think it would. No, it doesn't. Um, and I know ultimately because they were like, "Oh, this." Because I remember watching a making of documentary with that, and they were like, "Oh, this is going to put us out of business." But then they still ended up using like the the model, like the models they made to mm -hmm. kind of get the movements down. Yeah. Um, cause they show that in that same thing where it was like, they basically had it rigged up and it was like a robotic Raptor and it had like little sensor points and then they, that would feed into the computer so they would know how to, to animate more realistically. I, and that, and that's the thing, like I said, I feel stop motion is a underappreciated, but something that is so amazing to do and everything. I mean, Ellie's currently building a Lego and I've seen plenty of stop motion stuff with Lego, even though oh, yeah. the Lego movie is technically not animated using it, which is sad, but And you know what? They did do a good job though of making that look see or uh, stop motion. Yes. In fact, I thought it was at first. I was like, "Man, they they did a really good job with this uh stop motion." I'm like, oh, "Okay, it's CG and that kind of makes sense." But they did a good job making kind of giving it like I was talking about earlier, that kind of perky jerky, not quite smooth, but um that sort of stop motion look. And also one of my favorite um, TV shows of all time, Robot Chicken is of course done with all stop motion. And yeah, to, yeah I, I, I you're going to say the PJs. I forgot about the P I'm trying to think of other stuff that's, that's done stop motion. Cause I keep thinking of all the Leica stuff. And I'm like, well, I know there's, there's other like stuff. All the, there's like the um, Rankin base um, 
our Rankin Bass Christmas things like Rudolph the Red oh, Reindeer. And, those creep me out. Okay, uh, it's weird. I'm I'm into yeah, stuff. Those are those are very creepy. Yeah, and, those, and that one I think it's because those are a little more dated. Like they still, you know, they still have that weight and everything. But there is definitely a not quite the the level of polish that this has. Yeah, and, and it's weird because there is a point in time. Oh, that and um that one Tool music video that they oh, did. Yeah, yeah the, the one from like, like I said, it's this weird uncanny valley of like, there's really good stop motion, I feel, that ages well. And then there's really weird stop motion that makes me immediately go, this is the thing nightmares are made out of. <laughs> and there's a very quick transition from one to the other. This, with all of its creepiness, did not have it in there. Um, I, I feel like I'm just eventually going to turn into this. is going to be us talking about, like, Paranorman, which I did have our daughters watch the oh, other day. I love that movie. And I feel, once again, that movie has aged phenomenally. Oh, I like Paranorman a lot. Um, I feel Missing Link is another one. I've never seen Kubo and the Two Strings, which I've heard is fantastic. Kubo is really good. And um, this isn't Leica, but it is stop motion, and it is something that I feel is within the same vein. And Ellie's going to roll her eyes. The Fantastic Mr. Fox uh, which is a Wes Anderson movie and is super Wes Anderson-y. And that does, plus uh, Isle of Dogs. Yeah, Isle of Dogs. And um, doesn't the Aquatic Life of Steve Zizou have some like stuff in it yeah, too? Yeah, I think it does have a sequence maybe. I, I, th I thought the stuff when they were underwater was like stop motion or something, like the stuff that they were looking at. I, it's been a while since I've seen that one. But he he's a fan of it too, Wes Anderson is, and all of his stuff is, of course just cinematic like anything he does i feel is like there, there should be college courses taught on like the way he what okay what, what's it called i'm i'm like dancing around because i'm trying to remember the thing but it's, it's so he doesn't use rule of thirds he always centers it yeah his shots like there's that like usually most most things kind of have and being an audio medium you can't really i can't really show it, but if you but if you look it up like rule of thirds where it kind of balances out the screen image but he shoots everything are a lot of things like in like straightforward where like when someone's talking, they're going to be right in the center of the screen. If mm -hmm. you're looking at a building, it's not going to be like kind of slightly off to the side or down or where it's going to be right in the middle of the screen. There's like a, there's a, a symmetry to it that yeah. usually isn't that's very yeah. distinctly is his style. Also, doesn't he have it to where like if there is someone centered in a shot, there's stuff on each side and where it makes it symmetrical too, to like weird stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's, I feel like one day we're going to do a Wes Anderson episode, which Ellie will be a part of as she is shaking her head. <laughs> I'm just building Legos. I didn't shake my head. So, so, so you want to talk about Wes Anderson at some point? I don't know. Okay. Um, that's my wife, everyone. Hey, I can do that now. New, new sing this catchphrase and t-shirt coming soon. That's my wife, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who's everyone? Shot. Who's everyone's fit? Yes, exactly. Uh, who's everyone's favorite character, by the way? Like background character, main character, whatever in this movie. Because I have a random one for me. Also, I did find Santa a little bit creepy. On a, as a side note, mm, yeah. <laughs> Ellie, I'll I'll let you go first. Who is your favorite character, main or side? I mean, I I have to go with Jack. Of course you do. Yeah, sorry. What? Okay, what's the appeal of a? literally skeleton walking around with legs that are like th two thirds of his body are leg. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, are really you just cool. into slender man? And this is how we find out yes. because I, sorry, I know that they are completely on separate ends of like time, 
But I was watching this, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching The Orange is a Slender Man to an extent. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love the way everyone is so, like, dependent on him. And it's just funny the way, it just, you know, like, when Jack was first gone and the mayor was like, I'm just an elected official. I, I, I can't make decisions on my own. And, and it's just. Oh, biting commentary at 90s <laughs> politics. I wonder if it could still apply today. <laughs> But it's just, just the fact that, like, everyone is so dependent on him, and he's just, like, off in his, his own little world trying to figure out what really makes him happy, and, and you know, I, I don't know. It's just something about him. It's just, it's really cool. I love, I love him. Berg, what about you? So, in terms of main, I mean, I really like all the main characters, but I do have to say I do like um, Boogie Boogie. He's, like... Because to me, he's like, he's the villain, but he's not like, like, I get this impression that he and Jack are just more like rivals. And at the end, you know, spoiler alert, when he pulls his string and his bugs fall into the lava, I don't feel like Oogie Boogie died. Like, I feel like that's just like him being like, you know, getting just tripped up or whatever. And it's like, he's going to be back and like, whatever. Um, but I just think he's, he's, he's a fun villain. I think he's just really fun and he's just kind of gross and nasty. And he's a, he's a big sack full of bugs. And uh, I remember as a kid, I like drawing him a lot. Like I always carried a sketch pad around, and like if I was like if I had, like free time in school, I would like pull it out. And I just love drawing pictures of Oogie Boogie. Um, so I think he's a pretty cool, cool character. Uh, small side character, and I, well, okay, I have two. I have two not quite as major characters. I have a very small background character and kind of a secondary character. So um, I love Doctor Finkelstein. <laughs> I think he's super creepy. Uh, I realize I, two things I say somewhat often, and I didn't even think about this until I watched it the other day, that I get them from him. When I have a headache, sometimes I'll go, oh, my head, like he does when he mm-hmm. has the headache after he eats the drug soup. I say that just like him. And then, and, and it's because of him, and I just over the years have just incorporated that into my lexicon and uh, have forgotten the source. Same with if I'm at work. Uh, back when I actually worked in an office before uh, the plague. Um, uh, if someone would knock on the door and it was open clearly, I would go, the door is open! <laughs> so, uh, another thing that I got from him. Uh, by the way, and I didn't realize this until I was looking it up, uh, and then Eric mentioned it to me, uh, William Hickey is the man who voiced the professor, who is also Uncle Lewis in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the one who was always smoking the stogie. Mmm. Ella, you recently bought that. I did. I might watch that this evening. There you go. I mean, he's been in a bunch of things, but that that was that was another that's another Christmas movie connection. And yes, because it's like not on a good streaming service, I bought that last Christmas and I have watched it several times since during last Christmas season. And I I am due for a watch uh at least one or two or three this season. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so that's why I had it for like five bucks for Blu ray. So I was like, Yes, please. Yeah, I I, was, I kept meaning to get it, and last year I just happened to be I was like at work, like man, this is not streaming anywhere. I'm like, I, maybe I'll run out to Target or something later, and I didn't get a chance. And I was like, wait, it's gotta be on Amazon. And it was like the same thing. The Blu-ray was like five or six bucks. So I was like, oh, or I could just have it shipped to me. And it was here like the next day. So I was like, <laughs> all right, sweet. I don't even have to go to the store. Um, so another character, I I love all the background characters who have like a line here and there. Um, I love the Wolfman, and I I love oh. him because the one line where. Where it's like, we only have 365 days until next Halloween. He's like, 364. That was how, as a kid, I knew how many 
I learned how many days there are in a year. So <laughs> I remember I remember taking a test nice. and it was like, how many days are in a year? And I would be like, 365. And then in my head, I was like, 364. You know, I know it's 365, but yeah. So, but yeah, lots, lots of, all those characters are very unique. Even the most in, inconsequential background character, um, I think has, it's lovingly crafted. There are no cloned Andes in this movie. Yay, no cloned Andes. Us. So you actually stole my favorite, like, I mean, yes, I guess I got to root for Jack Skellington and every one of the main characters and everything, even though I'm like, is Jack Skellington kind of the villain and the hero of this movie? Because he, like, causes every problem that happens in the movie. It's true. So He's, he's like, the hero at the beginning and kind of almost like an anti-hero because, like, you want to kind of see him succeed and see if he can do Christmas better, but at the same time... He fucks up Christmas, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you can censor that later. That. No problem. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I get to edit. Um, what? Oh, okay. Also, they, they, they like, are worried that he's dead. Isn't he already dead? Just just throwing it out there, like, like they're all worried that, that Jack's dead at one point, and That's I'm like, he, he's already they, dead. Like, is there a bigger... <laughs> is there, like, another death you can have? Second he death. He comes back to life. Yeah. Um, my favorite background character, Berg, of course, stole, and it is the the Wolfman thing. And it's just, <laughs> he was just so, I thought his design was great, I thought he looked great, and I thought, you know, the, the one line was great of the, um, 364 and everything. Like, I, I thought that, that was really cool and everything. I thought there was a great character, and I was like, oh, that's Did you neat. think that was great? I, I've said, I said it like five times, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have. But, no, I mean, I... I thought it was an interesting character and a very well-designed character. Not saying that there aren't others. Uh, the one guy with an axe in his head who has, like, yeah. um, I think it's, like, lights or something or tinsel tangled around it later I thought was cool and everything. But, I mean, overall, everyone is unique in this movie. Everyone is very iconic to this movie. As I said earlier, Santa Claus is even iconic to this movie because he just looks... I agree. He, he looks almost like he yeah. could be in Halloween Town too. Yeah, he's a little creepy. Yeah. So he's got the little tiny hands and little tiny feet, but he's like this big, like ball shape, basically. Yeah, I and and I do kind of agree with you about uh, Oogie Boogie being like not dead because I'm like I just think that all these characters just exist in these worlds. Because I'm like I I was almost like, what is their purpose? Do they just celebrate Halloween once a year and then just? Go about and their business. The You're planning Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's planning for that one thing that they have said that I think they do it the exact same way every year too. So yeah. I'm very confused. Well, I, and it's well, and it kind of raises the question. Like, it seemed weird because, like, this. It's almost like this because you you know the movie starts with the the, the circle of trees in the yes. woods and it had, and each one has a door to the different holidays and of course the main the two big ones are Christmas and and Halloween but we get the Easter Bunny. Uh, at that one point where they mistake, mistakenly connect the Easter Bunny instead of Santa Claus, but we don't see any of the other worlds. So, it, but it seems weird because it's almost like Halloween Town seems like it's cut off from the real world and not aware of anything else. But then Santa obviously leaves the Christmas world to come to the real world. Mm -hmm. and he seems aware of everything else. So there was this whole like, what is this like? Like, is it because then? Jack in his song, he's like, you know, to you know, I'm known throughout England and France, and to a guy in Kentucky, I'm Mister Unlucky. So it's like, do you have knowledge of these real world places, or is that just some nice sounding, nice rhyming lyrics? So, <laughs> uh, you know what? The more I think about this, the all these anti-promorphized versions of stuff, 
Um, I feel like, and it's weird, there is a random connection to him. I feel like, I, I know that Tim Burton wrote this. And do I have a vendetta against Tim Burton? <sighs> Just for Corpse Bride. Um, <laughs> uh, but not Planet of the Apes, right? You love that. No, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm sure whenever we <laughs> do Batman. That's another discussion. Yeah, that, Is that, that what you're getting ready yeah, to say? Yeah, that's, that's completely another discussion. <laughs> Plus, not for the show. No, that'll be the, that'll be the least downloaded episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so now we get negative downloads. Somehow people are unlistening. <laughs> um. <laughs> I find it because because he of course wrote like a short story or a poem that this was that then turned into this movie, and it's weird because the director of this movie went on to direct Coraline, so there's your Leica connection. Like Henry Selleck. Yes, and also uh, Ellie, Monty do Bond. you know what the movie Coraline is based off of? No. You don't. No clue. Not even gonna try. No, I like it though. Berg, you wanna you wanna take a swing at this? What Coraline is based off of? Yes. It, it, isn't it is it isn't it a book? By Henry Selick? Neil Gaiman. Oh, really? American oh, Gods. You know what? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did know that. Yeah. Yes. American Gods, um huh. that I I'm like blanking, even though he's like one of my favorite authors on like about fifty other things that he did. Um but no, I mean, it, it's weird because the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, if you switch some stuff around, like, this story sounds like something that he would have come up with, and you know what, if I had read it, I would be like, this is this is the most ingenious thing ever. So I feel bad, because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm not giving credit where credit's due, that, like, this has everything that I would have enjoyed if it was written by the, the man himself, Neil Gaiman. Um, so, like, American... Okay, American Gods, um, the... Stardust, which is... Oh, yeah, Stardust is another good amazing. one. Uh, the book's a little different from the movie. I, all, all of his books are very different. I've Coraline is one I have not read, though. Which is weird, because it's, it's like a very popular one, but it's super short and everything, so I've not gotten around to reading it. But the big thing he's known for is anthropomorphizing, like, characters and themes and stuff like that, so that would be something that this would be perfect for. Also, I know Riku is yelling at his phone. He also did the Sandman comic. So there you go, Riku. I hope you're happy. <laughs> I, I got that. I, I knew he did. I just was waiting to, to get to that. So, so but no, I mean, it's it's just weird, and I feel bad that I, like, sit here. Oh, and Good Omens, too. There, there's another one. I gotta um, finish that one. You you really do. It's the, the, the show is fantastic. The book, there's... There, there's like a few things I wish they had put in, but it wouldn't have made sense in the show anyways. Anyways, I, I just, if, if I get an excuse to talk about Neil Gaiman, I kind of take the opportunity to, so there's that. Um, overall, any final thoughts? I mean, I've, I've kind of said, said my piece on this movie that I may or may not ever watch again. Oh, I do have a fun fact about the soundtrack. Oh, okay, go ahead. So the soundtrack um, has a slightly longer intro Oh yes, this. Oh hey, here, hey, everyone, everyone, take a drink because the train's coming through. Yes, uh, the 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 thing this drinking game, uh, train's coming, <laughs> train is coming. Um, so there's a there's a slightly longer intro, kind of like there's the narrator at the beginning, uh, and there's also an outro, and it is not in the movie, but on the soundtrack, it's voiced by one Patrick Stewart. Nice. Didn't he do um Ted? 
I was like, didn't yes, he do the he did. like? He did do ten. Yeah, yep. I was about to say, didn't he do like a random? He's not in the movie, but he does like the narration for it. And now I'm trying. I think Stardust is actually um, Ian McKellen does the Stardust like mm. voiceover. Hold on, I'm I'm looking that up. Can continue with your with your other thoughts while I. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. So the beginning is like a kind of a it's beginning and end. Patrick Stewart uh, on the soundtrack. The beginning part is just a sort of slightly longer version of the intro. And then the outro is sort of almost like an, uh, an epilogue where um, he talks about, um, it kind of alludes to Jack and Sally getting married and having kids. So um, yeah, there's that little extra bit of lore. Um, and that, that kind of leads me to just one little thing is like, so first off, this movie never got a sequel. It, and I and I can kind of see why, just because stop motion is oh god super yeah. time intensive. It's You're bringing super, this up so uh, good, expensive. Good, um, I want to talk. So about this. I'm surprised it never got it. I, it has. I think the spiritual successor, you know, spiritual sequels, would be your favorite movie, uh, Corpse Bride and uh, Frankenweenie, which I know is based on a Tim Burton short movie that he made before like anything. Um, it did have an appearance in. Um, he, Jack Skellington and Christmas Town appeared in Kingdom Hearts, at least in a couple of the games. Yeah. Um, uh, then, Ellie is nodding, by the way. Yes. So. Yeah. And I was going to say, and, I, and I, 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 I love that they fit that in, is in because I was like, I'm glad it's not just animated stuff. And I mean, I know they've added in some of the live action Disney properties and stuff, but I'm glad like this made it into it, too. Um, but during the, uh, the initial release of this movie, I am surprised it is not one of those movies that got a tie in video game. I am shocked. Like, I feel like every freaking movie had a tie-in video game in the 90s, and I am shocked there was not a Nightmare Before Christmas video game. Are you... There is a Nightmare Before Christmas video game, though. But it came out, like, way late. Okay, I, I was like, I just wanted to... Because it, was like, it wasn't on, like, PS1 or something like that? Yeah, PS1 or PS2. I think that's why he was saying was... a tie-in, like, okay. at the okay. time. Yeah. I, I wanted yeah, to cover... At the, at the time, yeah, because usually, yeah. like, I mean, like, every Disney movie... And TV show at that time because there was a Goof Troop one, there was a Chippendales Rescue Ranger ones, there were numerous Mickey Mouse ones, there's Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, all these all these Disney properties that were popular at the time had tie-in games, and this one did not get one. I mean, yes, it get, it got one years later, and of course there's Kingdom Hearts appearances, and I think there's mobile games or mobile appearances or whatever. But I'm I still remember it, I was shocked he didn't have a game, and I remember. Um, in my little notebook, my, my sketch pad where I would draw Oogie Boogie, I drew, I remember designing a, a, a Nightmare Before Christmas video game. It was pretty cool. I just wanted to cover game. cover you, my friend, because I was like, I know they did one later. <laughs> yes. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Oogie's Revenge yeah. or something. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And I never played it, but um, yes. So, um, Ellie, any final thoughts? No, I just, I love the movie. It's classic, and I I watch it every year. Okay. As Multiple for, times, usually. <laughs> as for my th- final thoughts, i just like to take a mo- moment for everyone to go back to the year 2005. Why are we going back to the year 2005? Yes, because that's the year Corpse Bride came out. Oh also, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I would like to say, hands down, this was the worst year for Tim Burton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so there's that. I'd just like to apologize for that year towards him. I mean, he's done other stuff. I'm, I'm not gonna, like, rail him for too much but i i i do enjoy like the batman stuff and the sleepy hollow and end of list oh, yeah 
Yes, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Mar- Mars Attacks. Okay, end of list. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's something, like I said, I, I have to kind of give this movie credit no matter what, and Tim Burton credit for the existence of stop motion, I feel, being something that is viable in this day and age, and that still is around. Even with all the technology that exists, I think that it will continue to be something that is a true art form that deserves its place. And people should go yeah, out and watch. Hundred percent agree. And people should go out and watch Missing Link. I feel like that is underappreciated. And I don't think it, I've seen that one. It's 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 good. I still it's, want to see that. It's it's good. It was on one of the streaming services. For I thought it was on HBO, wasn't it? Bit HBO Max now. Yeah. HBO okay, Max. that's what I thought. Not sponsored by didn't HBO. Didn't the studio that did? Isn't what? Didn't Ardman do that? The one who did the ones who did um like Wallace and Gromit. I good question. I know they did that it one with looks the... pretty similar to their style, but I, I could be wrong. But because I, I love the Wallace and Gromit movies, those are great. Once again, climate great stop motion movies. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just I, I feel like one day we, we're going to do an episode on just stop motion, but I feel like you've just listened yep. to it. So um, on that note, um, make sure to to get that extra helping of stuffing and turkey tonight. For if if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, and if not, make um, a sandwich. You know, do do the sandwich, but it, just put everything on two pieces of bread. Hmm. Mm. Anyways, on that note, uh, definitely subscribe to our Patreon for more food talk because there is a Thanksgiving episode that will be available oh, yeah. um, probably before this episode is out. Since this will come out on Thanksgiving, that will come out probably before so that you can go out and buy what we're going to list as things that you need to eat. Um, Ellie, any final thoughts today about um, being married to me now and everything? Oh, it's, how, how's, it's, how, how's your mental state going? It's, it's a dream come true. Did anyone else hear the sarcasm? <laughs> Do, do I need I heard to... nothing but, but but your loving wife telling you how much she loves being married to you. All right. Um, on that note, Ellie, for a sanity check. Oh, you passed. Okay. God, see, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't lying. Oh, good good job. Good job. Uh, for anyone who wants notes on that, please go check out our, um, <laughs> our, I was about to say Christmas episode, but no, Halloween episode. So go check that out. Uh, and I think the unanimous decision for Zygnus on whether this is a Halloween or a Christmas movie, it's a Thanksgiving movie. The 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 um the black sheep in the situation the the underdog of of holidays is where this this film sure. lays. Um, Berg, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And of course, you can find Zingness wherever you find great podcasts. Of course, let us know on Twitter, or Facebook, or um, actually on Podbean too. Let us know your thoughts and we'll, we'll terribly read them on the show because I'm the one that has to read them and I can't read half the time. So there's that, but also um, everyone, true. everyone had a great, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time. And um, we'll be back with more episodes in te- actually in that next episode come out in December. So there you go with that. And uh, if I remember correctly, we'll probably be talking about the Animaniacs. So, Good night, everybody. Thank you. All right.
You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.